0: I'm a crier and like, I mean, please, I didn't stand a chance with this. Legit, my sister called me like immediately after I read this and she was like, oh my God, what happened? And I was like, it's just a book. (laughs) Just like, I hated to say it, but I'm like, I mean, technically, yeah, it's just a book.
1: Welcome to Bucky Radio. We're coming to you from Inside the Walls. This is episode 47, Fool's Errand, chapters 23 through 26. And I'm Rachel, a
2: rereader. I'm Alyssa, a rereader.
1: I'm Jenny, and I'm
3: a
0: rereader.
4: I'm Eli, and I'm a rereader.
0: I'm Ashley, and
1: I'm a new reader.
5: I'm Joey, and I'm a first time audiobook listener.
1: Right, corrections, omissions, announcements. The folio edition is up for ordering. It's been up for a few days, but it wasn't during the last episode's recording. The illustrator is David Palumbo, who does a lot of horror work. Um and there's a new map by Neil Gower and a special introduction written by Hob. It's $250 for the trilogy, so if you're Yo! interested. Does it have Gale keep on the map? <laughs> I know, right? I couldn't hmm. I couldn't tell because they didn't like give you like a picture of the of the map, just like, you know, like a video as it goes over it. And I was like, is Gail Keeper? Mm. <laughs> uh, $250 for the three books. And I've paid 150 for one book from them. So I think that's actually a pretty good deal for three.
0: Yo, what book did you purchase? D- D-
1: oh,
0: I should have known that. <laughs> um,
1: but now my rant about whitewashing there are many arguments that i have heard as to why the continued whitewashing of fitz is okay that it's due to what the publisher thinks will sell in various markets that it's just artistic interpretation that fitz is meant to be ethnically ambiguous but not representative of anything quote unquote real because this is a fantasy novel but with respect those are all bogus hobb has stated that fitz is brown hobb is american in america brown means not white It doesn't mean Mediterranean, it doesn't mean swarthy, it means not white. And while Hobb is not dealing with real-life racial issues, she is absolutely using parallels in her story to comment on issues of prejudice, bigotry, identity, and mixed heritage. She has populated her world with variation purposefully. This is not a fantasy world that is default European, white fantasy history. Hobb is clearly influenced and interested in Native people's histories, and it has influenced her world building. The continued whitewashing of Fitzchivalry is not only not canon, it's a disservice to Hobb's story, and it serves to further alienate readers who avoid her work thinking it's more of the same. So it should stop, specifically the publishers should stop asking artists to deliver white and Eurocentric illustrations. I would buy a thousand copies of a beautifully illustrated book that had characters in it that I recognized from the text. And that's all I'm going to say about that. A good rant.
6: Yeah. Mm.
4: So I know when we were doing the first trilogy, we had a talk about this and um, a lot of the points were that in some ways it was sort of ambiguous. Um, But I I think it was either last reading section or the reading section before. It was not ambiguous at all. No,
3: I think the first trilogy is a I agree, like, it's a lot less specific, but definitely it's gotten more specific. And I think, I think I don't remember this trilogy as much, so I think I always just assumed it was more like what's in the first trilogy. Mm -hmm. Which is why I had that opinion of it, but I do think this one has been much more clear.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that it, I just, I want, I would like to see her vision more accurately shown in these illustrated editions that we're getting, and I think that would be really great.
3: And something Mm -hmm. other than
1: fan art? And something other than fan art, although the fan art
2: for this fandom is really great. It is. It is So They're on a roll with these special editions and I'm anticipating at least six more. (laughs) They've (laughs) got (laughs) opportunities.
1: Um, Yes, yes. There's in six months. Six more of the first trilogy.
4: Yes.
2: Correct.
3: (laughs) I would like this trilogy. Mm Mm-hmm. So that I could just, you know, cry a lot at the pictures. Wow. Or my own. I enjoy making people cry. <laughs> All of the comments are just
1: like, how dare you? I'm crying. This is awful. And you're like, ah, oh, it gives me power. Yes. Hit the like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, are we ready to get into this? So this is going to be a tough section for us, I think. So.
0: Blarg. All righty.
1: So last time on Bucky Radio, Fool's Errand, Fitz and the Fool have managed to grab Dutiful from the piebalds, Fitz almost tortured a kid, Night Eyes is very injured, and the bad guys have the wit. I'm up first with chapter 22. It's called Choices. Choices starts out with a writing from Cater Hill's Philosophies, which sounds like something that Wintrow would have read at lunch describing the not-quite-religion-but-definitely-legend of the White Prophet and the Catalyst. It's from very far away, and it is a concept of history and philosophy that posits that the events of time are a wheel, and left to itself, time turns endlessly, and all the world is doomed to repeat the cycle of events that lead us all ever deeper into darkness and degradation. The White Prophet uses their Catalyst to attempt to slightly alter events and divert the turning of time into a better path. So it seems like it's a group effort. (laughs) (laughs) So Fitz on my black is leading Dutiful and his horse in a race away from the piebalds. While the fool on Malta follows slowly, the horses after uh, an initial breakneck ride are going through some woods and they've lost the piebalds for a time. And Dutiful demands to know who his latest kidnappers are. Specifically Fitz, who is he and why have you assaulted me and my friends in this way? <laughs> Lord Golden identifies themselves as agents of Ketrakin sent to retrieve Dutiful. After a bit more walking, in which Fitz lets random branches smack Dutiful in the face, he puts <laughs> them in the middle of a meadow for sightlines and they make a little camp. Fitz assumes control of the situation, telling Dutiful that he can come willingly or he can come trussed up like a prisoner. And Dutiful gets all <laughs> taciturn and stares at them, and then they have this whole alpha thing and. Then I guess because Fitz can't stand to see his own face staring back at him like that and because Dutiful pulls a knife, Fitz launches himself off of My Black and onto Dutiful and they hit the dirt and he sits on Dutiful like a wolf telling an upstart (laughs) cub who's boss. And he says, we can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way. Dutiful is distraught. They have to let him go. He wants to get to his lady love. He's on some kind of romantic quest. He hasn't run away and he scoffs. When Lord Golden is like, well, why the fuck did you run away, though? And Fitz gets so mad that he goes off to groom the horses because they have worked very hard and they deserve it. (laughs) Lord Golden (laughs) gently grills Dutiful. And again, he's like, I did not run away. But he definitely ran away. And he says, I have no intention of returning to Buckheap. (laughs) And before Fitz can be like, listen here, you whippersnapper, Dutiful reveals that he's witted. And he gets zero reaction from either Lord Golden or Tom Badgerlock. And he just got a feel for the kid in that moment because these people are just not suitably impressed by his little rebellion. At this point, Night Eyes shows up with dinner. Thank you, Night Eyes. And while Dutiful realizes that his new kidnapper is also witted and sputters about it, Fitz goes about burning the shit out of dinner while Night Eyes explains to Fitz (laughs) what the fuck is actually going on. He's very like you, says Night Eyes, while the rest of us nod in agreement. Family resemblance. (laughs) He's Verity's heir only because you re- you refuse to be he's our blood little brother yours and mine night eyes thinks it's weird that dutiful won't shut up about this woman and he doesn't smell like a woman so lord golden and tom badillac do a vaudeville routine of disgusting crass dude talking about women and the chivalric lord not not talking about women until they get it out of dutiful that he hasn't actually met this lady love and he doesn't even know her name nor has he learned the cat's name night eyes has some less than nice thoughts about cats calling them spitting, carry breath <laughs> sneaks, but he has been extremely injured by one, so we'll give him a pass. <laughs> Dutiful claims that they are both bonded to the same cat, and Fitz is like, no, nope, that doesn't happen. And there's some more <laughs> awkward talk from Dutiful about how, when he proves himself, the mysterious lady will consummate their relationship, and it's just really sad and awkward for everyone at that fire. Later, Fitz climbs a tree to keep watch while everyone else sleeps, But after he nods off, Night Eyes wakes him to be like, Yo, something is wrong with Dutiful. Thank God for Night Eyes. And Fitz realizes instantly that Dutiful is using the wit and the skill together to commune with the cat and has left his body. He dives into the skill stream after Dutiful with Night Eyes along for the ride because they also do the whole wit-skill combo move. And Night Eyes realizes that the woman is dead. She's squatting in the cat. And Dutiful obviously doesn't know, but he's falling prey to her machinations. They spy on the woman for a while. She announces that she's going to kill Lord Golden and Tom Badgerlock. Dutiful hilariously asks them to spare Lord Golden because he's been the nice one, but alas. Fitz wakes up, is instantly incapacitated by a skill headache, and announces that they have to take Dutiful's senseless body and run, like Ali says, run when the raptors are coming in Jurassic Park. (laughs) sitting on his ass holding his head Fitz lets the fool pack up the entire camp and saddle the horses thus cementing his complete failure as valeting anything and then they run (laughs) Fitz is holding dutiful with him on Malta and night eyes ranges ahead running as a yearling to scout the way are we not pack of course you must follow your leader he teases and there's a whole cinema cut scene of this ride where the camera pulls back and you can watch them gallop along, Red Dead style. And eventually they pull enough distance that Dutiful wakes up, but the piebalds have caught them. Dutiful com- uh, Dutiful contemplates making a break for it now that his friends have arrived. And Fitz is like, I will break your goddamn arm or dislocate your shoulder. Do not even try me. Now we make a stand, but you'll die here. That seems very likely, he says. And Night Eyes says... I'm too tired to flee. I'm dying here. And the fool (laughs) stand and fight, he says. What follows is one of Hobbes' most cinematic scenes where our exhausted heroes find a barrow near some tumble-down skill stones and Fitz drags Dutiful up against him with his arm around his neck like a hostage. Nighteye says Fitz should take Dutiful into the pillar. There's a brief argument about whether or not Fitz could manage the entire group through the pillar, but it's really not possible. The fool also suggests going through the pillar... Quote, no, I will not leave Night Eyes to die alone. And the fool says, alone. But he will not be alone. I will be here with him. And I will die before I allow them to kill him. In my heart, they're so brave. Meanwhile, the pie balls are there and making demands, and Fitz is basically panicking now because he can't leave Night Eyes and the Fool to die, but he can't take them through the pillar with him, and the Fool goes full white profit, and he tells Fitz that he's meant to do this. He has to save Dutiful from these people and keep him alive and keep the Farseer heir alive and restore him to Buckheap. It is their purpose. Dutiful's all, well, what the fuck are you even talking about? While the rest of us <laughs> are crying, but Fitz is stubborn, so the Fool pulls his ace card and he says that he has to save Dutiful, because there's no future where Nettle lives if Dutiful dies. Night Eyes is like, oh, go, save the cub, be a wolf, my brother, live well for the both of us, and someday tell Nettle tales of me. So now Fitz has no fucking choice. He has to sacrifice the two most important figures in his life to save his children. Then, while the Fool and Nighteye stand together to fight the jeering piebalds while Dutiful's confused and yelling, Fitz backs up to the skill pillar, eyes full of the wolf snarling and the Fool with a sword in his hands, promising that he's going to return. He tells Dutiful to hold tight to who he is and presses his hand to the skill stone.
0: Oh my god, you guys, I can't stop crying. <laughs> I'm <Like>, not even <laughs> have that period. <far>
5: <sighs> we got, like, Five chapters.
6: (laughs) nobody
0: talks about night night eyes it's like no
3: can I just say I really enjoy Fitz destroying that rabbit trying to cook it it's a really (laughs) funny description rage charring it (laughs) (laughs) terrible
5: chef he's
1: just like so mad and then he's just like I'm burning the shit out of this rabbit well I like that night eyes shows up and he's like here I brought you a rabbit it was easy and then he's like well did you get any food he's like yes I fed myself first I'm not an idiot He's like, but I knew you would be yourself. It's like he's like, I knew
6: forever.
1: I was gonna. And Dutiful's like trying to tell the story of this woman, this mysterious woman that he's like in love with. And meanwhile, there's like the sounds of like Fitz like skinning a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> no, who is I love
4: she? the like no, twenty the minutes up? of of the book that is just them trying to coax out like what's this girl like? Yeah. It's she, so crass. You <laughs> Like, <laughs> he does like the circle and the finger. Exactly That's exactly <laughs> what
1: Eli <he laughed. laughs> <laughs> the fool's like, Oh god, I didn't know you knew that gesture.
5: Disgusting. <laughs> oh play.
1: Well oh, the role play was like immediately not happening. Like immediate, like Fitz is all like giving orders and manhandling the prince, and then like the fools like remember he's our prince, and he's like I don't give a fuck who he is. I'm gonna beat his ass. <laughs> Fitz does not know how to role play.
3: No, not
5: at all. He really doesn't. He
0: just... Best assassin ever.
3: He needs to go take some improv classes. Yeah.
1: Well, and, of course, everyone's commented. Like, the fool comments, wow, he looks just like you. This has to be really hard for you to, like, meet him like this. (laughs) Where you've been, like, sent into the woods and you can't even, like, tell him who you are. And then Night Eyes is like, wow, he looks just like you. And You have to think that Dutiful's also like, who is this dude that kind of has my face?
4: Yeah, no, I mean, Dutiful's, like, gaping at him. Fitz hasn't looked in a (laughs) mirror in 15 years, so he doesn't really care, but... (laughs) You could tell Dutiful's like,
5: what? <laughs> you think he sees it? Who the
4: fuck is this guy? Who are you?
1: Well, I think if, Vader. I Dutiful, if I were Whoa. Dutiful and a mysterious man came out of the woods uh, in that situation, <laughs> I would probably think it might be Verity.
5: Verity is definitely dead, mm-hmm. though.
1: Well, yeah. the official story is that Verity went into the mountains to join the Elderlings.
5: All right. I
1: yeah. mean, technically, Fitz is also very dead. <laughs> yes.
5: Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's equal chance. And if
1: you're dutiful, you want you know you're you're hoping it's your father, and, daddy. Yeah.
6: But this is his father, well, yeah. that, that's the irony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Sometimes laughs> in his
2: dreams, did Verity come back? I got my cup of sugar from the Elderly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've come to be your dad
2: now and to love you.
1: Aw.
4: I liked when the fool said, oh, I'll I'll protect him. I'll die before I let them yeah. kill Night Eyes. And then takes a practice cut for the first time in his life.
2: <laughs> but
1: he's so brave. So, he's so brave because he's like, I'm not going to leave Night Eyes. Like just assuming that he's going to take the fool. And the fool's like, no, I'm not letting you go. I'll stay here yeah. with Night Eyes. It's just like. Oh.
5: So question. Um, was Amber not like a fighter either?
3: No. Mm-hmm. no. Woodcarver.
1: No. She, I was like kind I of think thinking... I think the fool was, has like mm-hmm. a great
4: distaste for it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She does make a gigantic axe for Paragon to <laughs> kill some people with, but... that's could really use an axe. More right? of an enabler and less of a fighter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also like that Fitz is like, I can't believe you're fucking argue with me. arguing with me. I'm going to launch myself off of my horse, <laughs> pull you down to the ground, and sit on you. <laughs> That's how you win arguments.
0: Hey, it works.
1: Um, how do we feel about the dead lady inside the cat? I feel like she's a
5: bitch. (laughs) I thought there was somebody else there a while ago. It's confirmed. Well, so, like, uh, so is, he's, he's using skill and the wit at the same time to join to the cat. Is that necessary? Did they know that? Like, what's...
1: I think only Fitz knows exactly what he's doing because Fitz is the only other person does that has that combo. Yeah. But it seems like it, it, it seemed like in that, in that, um, in that scene, at least they thought he was communing with the cat, just with the wit, not using the skill. And then because Fitz was able to kind of like sidle in on the skill, she didn't. And that wasn't her magic. She didn't know that he was there to listen in on their plans.
6: Mm.
1: Uh that was one of my favorite action scenes as he's pulling him into the into the stone with all, I could just see hear the music and like see the camera kind of like going back. It's a good scene. Yeah.
5: Did they just happen to be near that uh skill pillar? They but just like it was just there? They tried
1: to when they were finding a place to kind of like stop and turn, they found a place yeah. that had like something at their back and it happened to have the skill stones in it. But they are. Well, they had uh, found it before, yeah, and then yeah, they like went back there. Recently. Yeah, they're going back. Oh, they yeah, were going right. back all the way. Right,
5: they're backtracking. Yeah. So, how big is that thing? Is like I just like I, to me, it's like an obelisk that's only like maybe five feet tall. But my but like it, it seems like it's actually more like twelve feet or something. Yeah, I,
0: I think well, did they did a good like six to eight.
3: They were the like barrow things too, plus. Plus the stone. The stone is, like, separate to that. Right. So they had other things to their back besides just that. Right.
1: It just, they were those were there, too. Joey, take us into chapter
5: 23, The Beach. Chapter 23, The Beach. The intro is about skill use and the mastering of it, because they just went through a skill stone, (laughs) and this whole book... (laughs) <laughs> has been very wit-heavy and has not had a lot of skill in it, so I'm glad that we are revisiting that. Um, So, FitzDad dad had to hold on to Dutiful when they came out of the other side of the skill pillar, and because it pushed them out onto this shallow shore, I'm reminded of the anxiety I have whenever someone in any sort of fiction uses teleportation anywhere, because it's always risky, right? And you always kinda go, are they gonna like be merged with something at some point? Kind of like that Farscape <laughs> episode, you know, where it's like they're just kinda like the like two ships just kinda like end up fused together. But that doesn't happen though, they do end up underwater, which is also kind of terrifying. And <laughs> <Buried>. they <laughs> they fall I know, like if you imagine like you breathed in right when you were like coming out of it and it's like, Oh no, you died. Um <laughs> just like breathed in all this water. Um, they only get a little bit of seawater in their mouths and they get out on the shore um, they coughing up seawater and it's like this weird beach with black sand and black cliffs and there's some seaweed and it just seems kind of off and Fitz kind of immediately reflects on the fate of his, his wolf and the fool and he tries to voice wit skill shout and he gets nothing back and then uh, Fitz is still, still, for some reason, trying to play the ruffian with Dutiful. Uh, but Dutiful immediately senses Fitz's, like, skill flailing, um, which is sort of like what he does, right? And, and Dutiful's like, whoa, like, like, what is that? And he's immediately intrigued by it. And he's like, is that, is that the skill? And then, of course, Fitz doesn't say anything. And then Dutiful calls Fitz out as a Farseer, and in doing so calls him a bastard, and it's kind of a callback to Book 1 of sorts, because it's been a while since Fitz has been called a bastard. <laughs> um, it has to be another Farseer that calls him a bastard, right? Um, and this is a reminder that Fitz is definitely a bastard. Um, so Dutiful can't still can't seem to understand how skill... Uh, skill pillars I want to say caterpillars every time I say skill pillar skill pillars work (laughs) and he's like well we just went through that that door over there so like can we just go back and like it's just like oh you don't understand it's a skill pillar there's no time or distance it's we don't know where we are and like you know just like not satisfied by that answer Um, and so Fitz resists committing physical (laughs) It's it's described very strangely. Fitz wants to beat him, and so, <laughs> I'm like, "Wait, this is bad! Like, don't do that." Um, so Fitz fortunately resists committing physical abuse on his actual body son, um, and, the, and and the reason is is because he kind of looks like Etrican, which is kind of like you need you don't need that reason. You just need to not beat people. <laughs> uh, especially on, there's been a lot of beating of boys in this book, and I'm just like, what. <laughs> Uh, this fits um and like i'm just like well this is just like daddy issues in the making you know like this is like this is this is where it starts like like this is just getting bad already dutiful scrolling growing up without a dad he's you know he's looking around probably for father figures potentially and then the first one that fucking looks like him is like trying to beat the shit out of him and treating him like shit so here we are um and so Fitz observes that the harsh and strange place, uh, that, that where they are is a harsh and strange place, and the best option is just set up camp, like, off there in the grass. Um, and while he's pondering yet the, again, again the fate of his friends, he discovers that Tutiful is completely lost in the skill, and immediately he's like, he knows what happens, because he's been here, right? So he's like, shit, shit, shit. He's like, what would Verity do? And there's some discussion about, like, shit, I, like, this guy, he, they, we can't end here like this. And he gets his body up and he starts pumping his legs and he gets him in front of the fire. And he, I think he like surrounds him, his own body around him, which is kind of like a nice visual. And he tries to skill out to him. And he's like, we're yet again, presented with like (laughs) half a dozen or so metaphors that are just like always insufficient in describing that mind-blowing abstract experience that is the skill. It, it's funny to me, because every time she writes about the skill, it's like, we always get this list of, like, it's like this, it's kind of like this, but it's not really like this, it's not like this, it's like... <laughs> it's, like it's like when it, you're it. really hungry
4: and you smell baking bread. You know? <laughs> it's like the first time you you rode <laughs> yeah. in a paraglider. You but know? then it's always, <laughs> yeah, and it's
5: always caveated with, like, but it's nothing like that at all, because it can't be, because words are not sufficient. You're just kind of like, okay... Um. So Fitz is, like, we know what's happening. Fitz is, like, combing through the skill for Dutiful to try to, you know, put Humpty Dumpty back together again or whatever. This has happened before, <laughs> remember? Um, but no dice. And it's getting really bad, and then it's probably not going to pan out. And then it's like, well, and then Fitz is just kind of like, all right, well, I guess why not just give in to it? And this is, you know, this is the, like... That, that terrible promise, that the the terrible but beautiful promise that the skill always offers its users, is that like you can you can join with the skill. There's no pain. There's no worries. matata, And I'm just kind of like, oh my god, really? Fitz sucks. Um, he, like he, he, all his training should have led him up to this point where he's like refusing that feeling. But it seems like all is lost here. Um, and just when Fitz is about to give up or give in uh this really weird thing happens a woman's a woman's a very it's she's described womanly uh effeminately <laughs> for some reason her presence arrives and she skill forces immediately effortlessly skill forces fits and fits and dutiful back together again and she's kind of like oh there's two of you oh interesting and she's just like she's just like slaps her hands together and they're like back together and i'm i don't really know what to make of her like i've there's been nothing in the books, uh, at least not in the books I've read to date, that had anything to do with this woman goddess or whatever she is. But it's a good thing that now Dutiful and Fitz are just kind of reassembled. They're back out on the beach. Uh, the the, the uh, Fitz, it, it, instead of being like relieved and is like, oh, good, I'm back together, I guess it's sort of like the awfulness that is like life in this farseer universe. But he's sort of like... This situation sucks, and I'm cold, and I'm wet, and it's just total suckville. Um, there's a complaint about sand and how it gets everywhere, and they're on a <laughs> beach. Um, so Anna can reference. Fitz is mad at the skill goddess lady, uh, which somehow may be an embodiment of divine knowledge or something. And... I'm just sort of like okay. I guess that that's the explanation. Is that like she's sort of divine knowledge, and then that knowledge is now he's deprived of it. So okay, I, I understand that. Um, Dutiful had a dream, and Fitz doesn't care. Even though the dream, and this is really very sweet, uh, was about how Dutiful's father was holding him together, and that was somehow enough. Aww. Um And it, <laughs> it's night now, and according to the stars, they're officially in bumfuck Egypt. Not Pharaoh with the with the <laughs> pyramids, but just like totally like somewhere else, maybe somewhere very south. I think is how it's described. Maybe, and so the real hope of getting back is is to they're um, Florida. They're in Florida. Yeah, they're in Florida. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're completely lost, uh, and the only way to get back is that waterlogged skill pillar. Um, and then something interesting else, something else interesting happens. Fitz steps on a weird metal feather thing, which is both strange and familiar. And, um, and I'm just kind of like, oh, it's a, f- it, 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 eventually eventually realizes it's a feather. And I'm like, I wonder if this can fit in the fool's hat. Excellent mm-hmm. question. And the Using the skill end.
4: is like learning to juggle. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Is that a literal?
4: Yeah, it feels the same.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's great.
4: It's like scratching a cat. It's
2: like when they flip the blizzard upside down at DQ before they hand it to (laughs) the (laughs) (laughs) driver.
0: See, it's good enough. So the skill goddess. Yep. Yeah, that whole
5: scene was really interesting. Anything in I like that. Anything in the other books about her or what she could be?
0: I got some ideas. Unless she's like a dragon ghost. I don't know. Something I don't know. I was like. Has Tintaglia decided to care about <laughs> bugs again? Well, and that's just it because, like, she refers to them almost like a parasite. Because she's like, "Oh, you're so small; the others wouldn't even notice you here." And then she like flicks them away, you know.
3: because um, she's the new presence.
0: Yeah, so I don't know what her. And I can
3: I can guess this because I really have no I don't remember. <laughs> so basically, maybe.
1: <laughs> but we've been to this beach before, friends. We have, yes, we have, and
0: we confirm it in the next chapter that I read. But um, yeah, Joey, you wouldn't know that. But we've nope. we've been to this beach. It sucks before. here. That's <laughs> yeah. really awful. It's the worst place. It seems it's not a,
5: It's not a great beach. It, it seems like it's sort of like kind of in some weird nether nether world. Like um, it's like on the edge of their reality or something. It's like
0: Florida. things
5: don't seem right here. <laughs> It's like an uncanny it's experience. Third Epcot. As
0: soon as they landed, though, he was like, Oh, there's a big black wall. And I'm like, God damn it, they're at that fucking beach.
5: <laughs> Is it not a great place? Uh, it's, really, it's really, it's not great. a great
0: place. Nothing good really happens there. No good comes from it.
1: It's definitely like the part of the drain that catches the hair. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's, like, it's necessary, but also like, ugh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, poor, poor dutiful. Oh,
6: On vacation, dutiful.
1: trying to get, trying to hook up with this girl, some dude comes out of the woods, steals him, <laughs> beats him up, and then shoves him through a magical portal that, with magic he doesn't understand, and then all, and now, he's like, wait, magic? I think I might have that magic, and now he's
5: he immediately fucks up. He must he be a Farseer. jumps
0: into the skill river and mm-hmm. can't get out. I mean, the out. series
1: of terrible, terrible, terrible decisions that Dutiful has made since we've met him makes me, like, 100% <laughs> know that he's definitely a Farseer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> definitely yeah. fits his son.
1: <laughs> For
0: sure.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I do feel bad for them though, like when Fitz is all like warm and cozy and in the Skill River and like this is so amazing and I love it And then he wakes up and he's like God damn it fuck the <laughs> fuck this
5: depressing,
0: cold, harsh reality of <laughs> yeah. the world. He's like my life sucks is, and you have a really, sucks. really good dream and you wake up and you're like, No, 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 I just wanna go back to sleep. Like I just wanna keep with mm. the dream.
1: Or like when yeah. you're in Chapter Six, so cool It's Aaron. gonna
0: be just like tomorrow morning when I go back to work after <laughs> two or three days off.
6: <laughs> yeah.
0: What do we think? Any any comments from anybody on the feathers?
1: I mean, I have.
5: Yeah, I
0: I'm can't excited say shit to you, but
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: Wait. So <laughs> oh,
5: okay. let's let's review what happened last time. Like there was some like the fool has like a crown or something that he just sort of has. Some, I don't even remember what we determined by that and he tried to put some chicken feathers in it and it was like no that doesn't work
0: yeah well yeah. and this beach has is a treasure beach right. so it's obviously something treasure-like important valued worth something to somebody but it's well it seems like
3: a lot of elderly things end up on this beach so right that it's would also make sense like the
0: birthplace of the serpent's that turn into dragons, so...
6: Oh.
3: Yeah, Joey, you missed some things. Yeah, Joey's like, dragons?
5: (laughs) Snakes and ladders and boats.
3: I do wonder (laughs) what I thought of these chapters when I first read this, since I had not read Love Ship.
1: I don't remember. I I remember being like, what the fuck? This must be the edge of the map. This is like a weird, surrealist space that maybe doesn't even exist in their reality. I was... I was kind of like, oh, I wonder if they can hop through, like, time and space, you know, like, Sanderson style.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, is this,
1: like, mm-hmm. the Spren world?
4: When I was reading Live Ships, uh, when they got to Others Beach, I was like, oh, this is this the place where they got the feathers? <laughs> <laughs> See,
3: so. I just didn't remember. I remember they ended up on a beach, but I didn't remember, like, what happened there, so...
4: Yes, it's, it's exactly all getting connected
1: different. now. I get the feeling that Hob is not as enamored of beaches as many people, and I agree. <laughs> I I agree with her as well. Shout out to beaches! I love them. <laughs> Me too.
0: Beaches are amazing. Teen Rachel, beach. you just need like a really thick umbrella when you go to the beach.
2: You need the full tent. <laughs>
0: she needs a cabana, yes. like straight up, like sides and a cover and all of it. Yeah.
3: And a floor, so you don't right. have to step no on sand. the sand.
0: Sand is
1: great. Yeah. Sand is awesome. That damn sand. It's coarse and it's rough and it gets everywhere.
0: Yeah, and then your skin is so soft after you go to the beach because you get exfoliated. It's amazing.
4: It's like the the first pumpkin spice latte of the new year.
0: Skill, skill. <laughs> <laughs> okay next up chapter 24 confrontations the intro is jack's fourth voyage like we're supposed to know who jack (laughs) is and he tries to steal pebbles from others at treasure beach we learn that jack is one of those bro dudes that just threatens to beat people up to get what he wants and also that some of his teeth are riding out of his head (laughs) (laughs) swoon The other gives him a big webbed middle finger by showing him a glamour of a hot naked lady. This may be the one singular time I side with the others. (laughs) Uh, Fitz is asleep on the beach and dreams of Verity, threatening the life of Nettle because Fitz didn't teach his son. His dreams then jump to a skill dream where he is Night Eyes. Night Eyes and the Fool are alive, though injured, and the Fool is wearing one of Jinnah's anti-predator charms. Night Eyes doesn't much like it, but it seems to be protecting them from the evil cat Hunade says is a sickly creature and has lost itself to the woman inside. Kitty Boo can tell that Fitz is present and goes to fetch a wooded folk that isn't a predator and therefore isn't harmed by the charm. So then Big Boy rolls up and tells Fitz that if he doesn't bring the prince back, his dear friends are toast. Fool tells Fitz to stay away and then gets slammed into a wall on the skill connection is lost.
6: Womp womp.
0: Uh, Fitz wants to use a skill stone to take them back to rescue his friends, but they have to wait for the tide to go out in order to have access to the stone, and he's not like super 100% sure it's even the skill stone that's out there. Uh, Dutiful calls Fitz a bastard again, which is a trigger this time, and so he has to go for a walk to cool down so that he doesn't just beat the little turd's ass. As he's walking, he comes across more of the stone-slash-metal feathers, which he pockets. He also collects the mussels and crab for a nice little alfresco luncheon by the sea. As he returns to the campfire, Dutiful relays a message from the evil cat witch, return the prince by sundown or else. Fitz has a sweet comeback though, saying that maybe if he doesn't release his friends before noon, he'll just kill the prince. And because Fitz is still real salty, he just starts dropping all the truth bombs. He's like, one, you're a tool. <laughs> Be that like a tool like a jerk or a pawn, who knows? Two, your sweet amour, she's dead player and she's living in a mangy ass cat. Three, she used that cat to lure and deceive you. But it turns out Princey Boy was being puppeted by Cat Lady. Um, when Fitz decided to drop these truth bombs and the kitty gets real pissed, she tries to kill him from the prince's body. And after some roughhousing, Fitz skill imprints a command on the uh, undutiful to make him stop fighting him. And the problem is solved. And I'm like, you should have done that a while ago. It would have made things (laughs) a lot easier. Um, In true teenage fashion, though, the prince tells his dad that he hates him. I hate him. (laughs) Welcome to (laughs) fatherhood. In an effort to get a better idea of where they've landed, the two go on a stroll. They find the treasure wall. So now we are 100% confirmed to be at Treasure Beach. Uh, Fitz climbs the cliff and realizes that they're either on an island or a peninsula, and the only way out is either through the woods or via the skill stones that he thinks he can see surfacing now as the tide goes out. He hops back down to Dutiful, where he drops some more truth bombs and wit knowledge on the prince. He lays out that one... You ain't a piebald, you're an old blood, get your gang right. (laughs) Two, you're dumb, that cat was forced on you, and that's not how picking a witbong beast is done. Like, he's one to fucking talk. (laughs) And three, that poor cat was kidnapped and then occupied against its will by a ghost. So, uh, Princey is in denial, and Kitty Boo is telling him that none of it's true, even though he really knows that it's true, he just has to come to terms with it. At some point, the prince trips and pulls up a fancy golden chain with the charm lady um, from the sand, and then blammo, another pops up out of nowhere, all stinky and earless and big mouthed. And the other gives his usual spiel about how treasure can't leave the beach. And it manages to glamor itself to the prince, but Fitz uses a skill wall to keep them focused, and they manage to back up into the water. They're kind of cornered, but they're also kind of going in the direction they want because it's close to the skill stone. And he's able to kind of make a leap for it and they make a quick exit, but then Fitz really fits it up and he touches (laughs) the wrong side of the pillar. And so he takes them to an old Elderling city and he's like, fuck, this is the wrong place. Then he's like, we gotta go back. (laughs) And he, even though, even though Dutiful is like in a stupor already from that one jump. So then they jump back to the beach and then there's more others. And he's like, oh fuck. And then they jump back (laughs) and they finally land in Buck where they're supposed to be. Um, during the final jump, Fitz tries to remind the prince who he is to try to, like, keep them together, and the prince says that he knows him, and then they land on the grass and buck.
1: Remember
0: who you are.
4: He took, like, I half remember. his brain cells in ten years off his life.
0: <laughs> right? And also, the skill stone was starting to get steamy hot, so apparently you can, like let the motor run too long or something. It was was overheating. It's It's like my battery. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is
3: there a built-in fan? Does it start running? It's broken. Um, (laughs) Clearly there
0: should be. My
3: question is, as soon as he picked up the necklace, an other showed up, but an other did not show up when he picked up the feathers.
0: I know. I don't really get that part, but... Just because
2: the feathers were meant to be his. Maybe... Feathers oh. are okay, but they draw the line at Little Woman carvings.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe it, maybe it was because it was gold.
2: <laughs> 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 but he found the first feather
3: like way earlier. Maybe it's yeah. because
1: Fitz had had skill walls up, or he's got. Maybe he was. Had that he scary snuck
4: movement. onto the beach from the waves. He's, he's he didn't repulsive. come from the, from the normal the route.
1: It was Fitz's smell. It was keeping. Uh, him <laughs> I mean, that what
3: Really, what really they should have just done is been like. Beautiful is bonded to a cat and then they
5: would have just run away screaming <laughs> right
0: i know they should have just do they cat. not like cats so they hate they, cats. They, others are terrified of cats why
5: why specifically cats
0: we don't know we don't know, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> they just are
5: weird wait so w- let's paint a picture of what these others look like because oh, oh, I've, I've drawn some
0: art did you not see it in our in our channel <laughs> giant fish head people I don't know slug. if I can. Are find they? It again. Are, but... see? Because in
5: my mind, they look like they look like Dune navigators outside of their bit. tanks.
0: Yeah, yeah, a little bit like that. They're like a slug, as in the shape of a Jabba, mm. or a, the Hut. Nice, whatever he is—he's a Hut or a Jabba, whatever. Yep. <laughs> and then he has a mouth that can devour a whole rabbit so it's a very large mouth but it also is just like a hinge it's like a like a ventriloquist dummy hinged mouth where it just drops <laughs> open like an, why it's like
1: an eel person like a big we don't know eel face and... like a like and then a... they have
0: flipper arms but then they have fingers too on these weird webbed like they're like bat wing flipper arms they're also apparently the like them.
4: boneless they just like their own yeah. kind of oh, thing. They're, they're, they're totally they're fucked
0: They're one walking contradiction. <laughs> For some
2: reason. They're, but they're, they're very,
0: very smelly and they can put glamours on people or on themselves to confuse and disorient people so that they don't know what's going on. So that, they're like, oh, I smell flowers instead of the rotting carcass that is the other.
5: Strong confusion spell power.
0: So yeah, they're really fucked up and they really don't like you to take treasure from their beach. Nope.
1: Unless you pay them, and I actually in
0: what? Oh yeah, you can also yeah, you can also get your um your your fortune told if you put a a coin on. But
1: I don't think they can do that anymore because the source of their of their
0: fortune right was uh, serpent.
2: I would still run the scam. So like a (laughs) right a a they're like we have enough that we've heard before, like a
4: baby dragon, and they can like see back into their past lives. And these others would drink the secretions of the sea serpent to so like, disgusting. To like, Get see
5: the future or whatever. This is getting really like complicated. <laughs> you
6: miss <been listening laughs> a lot, Joey. It's just it's the like they're like cicadas scary. eating
5: their own shells to see memories of places, basically. And then yeah, somebody made a sucked. boat out of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. On their boats. There's no boats They're right their now. boats. That's why they have to swim. We still don't know why
0: certain treasures are displayed on the treasure wall, though. Like, why are those treasures so VIP that they get to be displayed Somebody in, found those, them? in the case? There, Yeah, those are but the they treasures. They were voted in, maybe.
3: You'd think they'd run out of space, though. Right? Very large wall. Like, do they do they have to purge them every once in a while? Do they have to like Marie Kondo the, the Treasure Beach wall? <laughs> <laughs> like this
4: was, no there's a, a there's a, a treasure impact. dumpster out back.
0: <laughs>
5: what's what's but the they Marie have to Kondo replenish hole? the
0: beach too, so it's got to be like an arcade game where you have to put fresh toys in it. You know. <laughs> oh my god! It keeps
1: them occupied.
5: Do we know what these things are? Are they like a part of no. the life cycle?
0: We're still dying for more answers on the others. What's
1: really sad is that when they end up at uh, Kelsingra, right? They they end up in Kelsingra, or do they end up outside of the the stone quarry? Where do they go? They he said
0: they're in they. They when they but. They said that they were in an old Elderling city, but they were there for a split second. We didn't get okay, enough details.
1: I, I was thinking, like, he said
4: it reminded him of Kelsingra.
1: Okay, because I was like, if they had, if they had come out near the stone quarry, he could have like walked him. He could have been like, "Let's go see your dad." <laughs> yes, <laughs> Wait, that's here's that's, that's... Where, you were this uh, where you were conceived. Let's go wake dad straight. up, and he can fly
5: <laughs> us back, and then kill our enemies. Yeah, the end. That
1: would have been great. We'll <laughs> show you this. Show you the farcier magic.
5: Well Instead what was like, the point of go them drown. going like what was the narrative purpose of them going to the Elderling City for five seconds? I
1: think to show you that the, the, the skill pillars take you have to different places. yeah. And to just mess Dutiful up more. Yeah,
4: make him just, to just totally like, fucked up. Make him prone or something. Insensible.
1: Yeah, you can't have like a, a kind of, there can't be like a like a Dragon Ball style power up where like father and son like show up to like kick ass like just no, gonna like, no room for a cat what when it, it 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 green day. i like think awesome. she also
0: wanted she also wanted to impose upon us the idea that like you shouldn't just be using them willy-nilly because you might put yourself in like a endangered situation because one they landed in water but then they make the point of saying like oh well he could have skilled to something that was trapped in stone or you know something like that right. so
5: So there, there wasn't a time when they could just use these things like air travel, where it was like get your baggage and just. Well, I think
1: maybe at one point it seems like they could have maybe they had something like that going because they clearly go from point A to point B. We do know that the water
3: level has risen since all of this stuff was made. Global
1: warming is real.
0: Presumably, that sample was not underwater. Prior yeah. to right, and we know from... Well, and the other areas just aren't kept up, right. so... Yeah. And
1: we know from the dragon, you know, thoughts in the last trilogy that the world used to look different. So there's probably lots and lots of pillars, you know, a thousand feet below the surface of the ocean somewhere, which would be mm. ideal to travel there. <laughs> or in a sinkhole. Sinkhole.
5: Scuba trip.
1: Volcanoes, all that good stuff.
3: You gotta take your snorkel with you when you go through the skill pillar, just in case. Yeah.
0: I love that it gets <laughs> hot, where it's like. <laughs> right? It's
1: like you're overusing it, you're gonna burn it out. Mm. Like, what happens oh, if man. you try to go backwards? What happens if you just try?
0: What do you mean go backwards?
1: Well, because he has to go. He couldn't. He had. To... Like, in the middle of a jump? Yeah, like, what if you, like, put, like,. You're like, well, you know what? I don't give a shit that this side takes me to that side. I want I'm just gonna go wherever I want. Like That's not how it works. what if it could? It <laughs> doesn't. Like you try to That's... put on the brakes halfway yeah. through yeah. and
4: you're just like lost in space.
1: You just touch two two symbols at the same time. Oh, that would shit. probably split <laughs> you in half and you would die. It like splits you in half. Yeah. Nothing good. Nothing good.
0: I like that Rachel just can't use it the way it's supposed to be used. And she's like, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to touch both sides. I'm going to break it. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Whatever. That shit, like, you know. You, would you wouldn't be, you would use that, Rachel.
1: I probably wouldn't. I'd be like, you know You'd what? You'd be like, that's too risky. I'm going to get on a boat. I'll see you guys in a month and a half. <laughs>
5: I don't use transporters.
6: huh. <laughs>
3: I'm just reminded of Rachel and I going around New York Comic Con putting our hands on random pillars and being like, skill pillar, and making people take pictures.
6: Aww. Aww.
0: And that's how Corona started. <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, they weren't licking them. we were
4: not licking the pillars, now. Skill pillars are safer than air travel.
0: <laughs>
3: Fewer collisions, for sure. Are we good? And if you wash your hands after.
0: Uh, yeah, just the question mark of these fucking feather things and uh, where the others I come from. I wish I could reveal from.
1: all to you about the feather things, but, you know.
0: I feel like Joey's guess is pretty solid.
5: Feathers? The last time we talked about feathers.
0: I just feel and like they were more feathery when in the fool's image, but, like, in his... Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, maybe but. once they get put in the mm-hmm. crown, they become With... more feathery. When Fitz
0: was describing
4: to them, I feel like, he was he yeah, like because I brain dead don't from remember. the pillar or what?
1: Dutiful was brain dead when he was born, but... <laughs> Ooh, but, sick burn.
4: But like, was, oh. was Fitz like brain dead from the pillar as well? Because he like picks it up and he's like, yeah, it's kind of like a blade with like <laughs> like veins. And then there's like a silver yeah, well, coming out the back. The it's like the, was it's pretty, like the most yeah. basic dumb experience. Fitts explanation uniquely, of what a feather looks it kind of looks
1: like a feather He's uniquely equipped to go through the skill pillars because he doesn't have much to lose so he can't he doesn't really <laughs> <it>. God <laughs> He's, <so cute. laughs>
2: He's like
4: nice. a like a knife with fades
2: <laughs> chapter 25 is called ransom. The intro to this chapter explains how you can tell if your child is on the skill. (laughs) Your child may be on the skill if the child is of skilled parents, if they're sending secret letters to their punk friends, and if they use secret code language in their missives, such as NSFW, not skilling for a while, or W slash E, wallowing slash (laughs) elf (laughs) bark. The chapter opens with Fitz and Dutiful sinking into the swamps of sadness. Dutiful is barely alive, and Fitz uses this opportunity to steal his little figurine and tell him that he'll be fine here in the terrible mud while he goes to check out their surroundings. Fitz's to-do list for the day is getting really out of control in his head, and in a neat coincidence, the nearest inn to them for in is the Piebald Prince. He has a distant and eerie staring contest with My Black, who is too far away to chase after, apparently, but I think he should have gone for it, what with Dutiful safely in the mud and all. (laughs) Fitz tells Dutiful, just walk, oh my god, it's not that hard, about four times, which is apparently (laughs) the amount of times that it takes to get someone's legs a-moving. My Black follows suspiciously, that's my girl. And unfortunately, my girl is injured, and that's unacceptable. They will have to rename her My Slack. (laughs) (laughs) Fitz starts rambling on aloud at an unconscious boy. Finally, Dutiful comes to and reveals that he can't feel his cat. And the woman is in his head too, apparently telling him not to talk to Fitz and separating their bond as punishment for pushing back against her wills. Dutiful breaks my heart and talks about how the cat wanted to be brushed. And the woman <laughs> said that they had no time to brush the cat. And I just want to brush every cat I see after reading this.
0: Eli's cats are suddenly very well groomed they yeah. <laughs> got brushed I need more cats to brush if you know of any
2: cats <laughs> my cat
0: hates being brushed like more than anything she always <laughs> attacks the brush
2: oh, weird suddenly Dutiful can link to his cat which prompts Fitz to link to night ice cause jealousy and he ain't doing so good And then the boys are back in town, the piebald saunter over, snapping their fingers. (laughs) Fitz is like, you know what, son, you're better off dead, and holds a knife to Dutiful's throat as a threat to the snapping gang. Lodwine must also read Robin Hobb a lot because he says, you're being ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) What will you do if we obediently halt here, stand in our midst, and starve to death? (laughs) And Fitz is like, oh, fuck, that's a great idea. And this guy's like, wait, no. (laughs) No, they keep going on with their battle of wits. (laughs) This goes on for a few pages, and Dutiful is like, you mean you never really liked me? You lied to me? And then there's a lot of Fitz wafflery. And in the end, he unbuttons his shirt a little and lets those chest hairs peep out, and he bats his eyelashes, and he's like, ooh, look at my charm. Let us live and take the prince back to his mum. And whenever Lodwine seems more suspicious, Fitz just keeps unbuttoning. (laughs) (laughs) But it works, I guess. <laughs> Lodwine leads them to the cave where my slack and other horses begin to send out gossip girl blasts immediately at each other. <laughs> Fitz, still dragging Dutiful around at knife point by his neck, tells the cuddling fool in Night Eyes to break it up, wake up, let's go. And the fool sees Fitz's charmed chest and gags. <laughs> <laughs> Ever the nobleman, Lord Golden makes a show of it all while Fitz is screaming inside with anxiety. Then he looks at, the fool looks at everyone to memorize their faces for his burn book. (laughs) Quote, I stared after them, a man and a horse and a wolf walking away from me. He tells Dutiful he'll make it quick with the knife at his throat and Dutiful is like, sure, but maybe we should let them walk more than 20 feet. (laughs)
1: This is what happens just... when Fitz is asked to negotiate. This is like, it's like that scene in the fifth element when he, he's like, sure, I can negotiate. And he shoots everyone. He's like, okay.
6: Anyone
3: else want to do
1: <laughs> <laughs> Crisis negotiation. He's yeah. like, I did it. These are words. I said blam blam when I pulled the trigger. Poor guy.
4: He really is only good at like just going into berserk mode. It's the only thing he knows how to do. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I think he's also like realizing there are so many things that he could lose still. Like I think like he spent fifteen years like out in the woods, like denying everything. And he comes back and is immediately confronted with so many things that he loves and cherishes. You know, it's like his relationship with the fool and his kind of like weird like parentage thing and 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 the wolf and, like, all that shit and, like, his relationship with the forest seers. It's like, oh, you could lose all of this. You could fuck it all up. And there's no way for you to, to you can't, you can't just go in the woods and forget all this stuff exists. Like, it's still here. And he's such a fuck-up. And he knows it. <sighs> also, shout-out to Loudwine. The cheerwine yeah. of people. Cheerwine, cheer wine. that is his
5: name Cheerwine, definitely So
4: I had, I was like trying to think Of funny things to do If I had a section And one of the things was to misname Loudwine every time I said his name And Cheerwine was one of the names I came up
0: with <laughs> This weekend when I was in Saluda They had, my friend wanted a soda So we stopped at a gas station And they had Cheerwine in a glass bottle Ooh, Which is yeah. like the good shit. it does it doesn't get better than that it
2: really doesn't <laughs> life truly does not No, you're right oh we yeah we're in cheer
1: wine country that's like it's a big deal I, i'm with you eli because you could have started with cheer wine and then ended at like fago red pop and really <laughs> <laughs> fago red pop and really that's just the lowest you can get
2: that's Every so time Fitz unbuttons his shirt, Laudwine goes, "Sir, this is an Arby's." <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, the 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 charms that the fool was wearing were those were those Jenna's charms, or were those charms that the fool had fucked with? Custom. I mean, he <laughs> bought
4: like eleven from her, so I assume <laughs> they're hers.
0: Yeah, I figured because he bought so many, like, maybe that one was one where he felt it was valid. But also, like, I would like to give a shout-out to fucking Jenna, mm-hmm. because you, give her, you dislike her, but she is serving a fucking purpose. Her charms are saving lives. <laughs> <laughs>
1: True. Prolonging lives.
4: I wonder if there's a prophecy related to her, because... The mm. fool was just like, yeah, I'll buy everything in yeah,
1: your
5: shack.
0: Yeah, like, shop. why was, was <laughs> it even
1: in her, in her shack if they're, yeah.
5: Well, okay, but, like, the treasures Maybe. on the beach are definitely a type of charm, are they not? So I feel like this is, I feel like there's, a, there's some sort of connection.
1: I don't know if they're oh. charms, if they're just... I don't
0: know, because there's lots of things that are, like, big and... Like you the know, I
5: spent about five,
4: a, five a hours of, of my kittens. life thinking about things that were picked up on the beach in the last trilogy, and nothing ever happened with them. So, I'm, yeah, they I'm like they tell you
0: that have they make stuff up. Yeah. have
5: magical properties. No.
0: Shit has been stolen from this beach before, and nothing came of it.
5: Oh, well, that's that's a fucking letdown. I think. Yeah, and I was watching
4: for it all the
5: time too. <laughs> it I was, was so kind upset. of just
0: like you win, like top banana if you can actually (laughs) steal something from the beach
4: they put your face up on the wall because you finished a 40 ounce steak in 30 minutes
5: yeah they're like uh, actually but it's sort of more like it's like this person's not welcome here anymore I think it's more that
1: like maybe like Skillzone is slightly magnetic and that beach is really magnetic or something and things end up there I feel like there's got to be a reason.
0: It would make sense if, like, newborn serpents needed to eat gold to stay alive. But, like, I don't know.
2: <laughs> Maybe the Others Island is the literal trash island in the Pacific Ocean. Mm. Yeah. We need th- to know
0: where the poles are on whatever planet uh, they're on. Because there might be some gravitational, like, ebb and flow. The Bermuda Triangle.
4: Well, I mean, they said that the... the um... God, English evades me. Um, <laughs> they said that the tides are all funky there. So, I, I attribute mean, that like to the up, geography it's just sinking of it, ships of like and the way that the cove is. is. Yeah, maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
4: it only seems seems to be like uh, like really valuable stuff that's like magical and
0: yeah, early. there's well, we don't know, but these arrows I'm Maggi-tees. sure we will pin. The, <laughs> the bad example cats. cats. <laughs>
1: Bag of alien cats that had like horns and wings.
4: Yeah, that's pretty Did weird. Did they
1: have horns and wings?
4: I don't think that that is necessarily like
0: Rainwild's goods. I think they were blue. Where <laughs> the blue.
5: fuck is that from? Did Robin come out like another book? I
0: thought that meant like they had blue lips because they drowned. Like, I didn't think they were literally oh. like blue fur. <laughs> I, I thought they know. were like
4: bejeweled and like had like painted nails and stuff and like yeah. there just... maybe I'm imagining uh, things. I thought they were like really bizarre other than that they were blue. Kittens.
0: Joey, you should go back and read those books. <laughs> All that and a bad cat.
3: Yeah, just just uh, suffer through the whole first chapter that takes place on Treasure Beach with Kenneth. And that I figured
5: out what I what I picture when I think of the others. It's a blobfish
0: is a <laughs> fish, is a blobfish a real thing is that the thing with the little yes yeah, it it's very like hideous the little, like the little like Homer Simpson nose yes
5: yeah they're ugly
2: <laughs> but only because they've been dragged up from the depths they look like <laughs> normal fish before they're put
5: <laughs> they're, they they're beautiful they're beautiful when they're under pressure yeah under pressure oh, yeah. they, they, they look like water and they're, they're
0: so horrifying looking <laughs> but they're also kind of like... Endearing, I don't know. Yeah,
5: they're just like like, fucking life.
0: They just yeah, and they're just like, will you be my friend? And everybody's like, nah, dude, I can't look at you.
5: Can't look at you. (laughs) We're not. It's not gonna happen.
0: Oh, poor little blobs. (laughs) We don't. I'm like like actively scrolling through photos of them as I say this. (laughs) Oh my god, there is a plushy stuffed animal of a blobfish. Everybody's Maybe getting it for there's Christmas. There's no
3: plushy stuffed animals of others <laughs> though.
0: Oh, poor thing. <laughs> Is this mass produced or custom? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it makes you think though, like so the fool Amber got the crown from Egrott's hoard, and Egrott's hoard was supposed to have come from a bunch of different but mainly like one like grand like, robbery. Did they rob Treasure Beach? Or did the ship that it was stolen from sink? And what they didn't take... Has just been floating into Treasure Beach for all these years.
0: Found its way to (laughs) Treasure Beach. That makes more sense. They couldn't have robbed Treasure Beach because everything is so few and far between. They would have had to camp out there for fucking ever. That would be a great prequel trilogy.
1: (laughs) I don't want to read about Egrot Robin Hobb. Please write that down on a. They've
4: got like forty pirates on the beach scouring it for shit, and every one of them is being stalked by another that goes, "You can't take that from the beach. You
6: can't take it." <laughs> I'm going
1: to. That's my next cosplay. You know how they have Blavicon for like The Witcher? We should have like a Realm of the Elderlings con, and I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the other. I think I'm gonna be a blobfish. <laughs> what would <laughs> like... what would our Lob-fish. Realm of the Elderlings
4: con be called?
1: Popcon. Kelsynchron. Kel no. <laughs> um. Consyngra.
0: Kel- <laughs> <Mr. Peach. laughs> <laughs> I found a cake that's a blobfish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god,
3: you guys. This is the Here only thing. other would you walk around to people like at, at merch table uh,
1: like, you know, I would just tables take and stuff and be like, You
3: can't take that. Yeah.
1: What are you doing? Are you doing? I'd be like, That's mine. Um. <laughs> uh, all right. Are we ready? Should we do this? I'm just avoiding it.
4: Yeah, we
3: are. We can.
1: Ready for the pain?
3: Never. But all right. Chapter twenty-six, which is called "Sacrifice," which I think is an apt title because I did, in fact, sacrifice my heart to Robin Hobb to be torn to shreds. And I just want to start out by stating again that they never should have left that cabin because. Only bad things were going to happen if they left, and look where we are. So, the intro explains for the thousandth time that the Mountain Kingdom, their rulers, are thought of as sacrifice, and we get it already. We can move on. <laughs> um, so, now that expert hostage negotiator Fitz has a, has successfully freed Night Eyes and the Fool, he's back to totally winging it as he finds himself surrounded by enemies and hoping that he can find his way out of this before he has to kill Dutiful and himself. Because even though Lodwine asks him to hand his knife over, Fitz reassures himself that he knows like a thousand ways to kill a man with just his bare hands. He's practiced for that. So meanwhile, Dutiful is just like full on berating himself for being a fool and accepting his fate. Thankfully, though, there's still an animal around to do the thinking for Fitz because Etta knows he was never going to be able to get out of this on his own. So Cat presents an offer as Dutiful calls her to continue his pity party because only the cat really loves him for himself. She tells Fitz to kill her now. Of course, Fitz hesitates, because he's Fitz, and he starts thinking about cats in general and everyone's favorite feline friend, Fennel, and so the cat has to yell at this stupid brother to a dog and literally attack him, clawing him to shreds to provoke him. I'd like to take a moment of silence here for yet another death in this chapter. Yet another one of Fitz's poor defenseless shirts. (laughs) And <laughs> I just wanted to say that I, I appreciate Joey's passionate consideration of them in the last episode that I put today. Um And Fitz should really take better care of his clothes, sign to the Fool, the Reader, and wherever Mistress Tasty is. And the Fool's poor tailor, but at least he'll always have work. So anyway, mm-hmm. Fitz is forced to kill Kat, killing Pedaline in the process. R.I.P. Cat. not so much Petaline, because she kind of sucked. She also has a stupid name. Um, <laughs> Dutiful is pretty inconsolable, cradling her lifeless body. And like father, like son, Dutiful also sucks at maintaining a ruse and forgets to act like Petaline had successfully taken over his body. So Lodwine goes to attack Fitz, who does a bit of foolish tumbling to get back to his feet. He pulls out his sword and starts going full berserker on the pie bolts, thinking they have no chance until all of a sudden like 15 different characters are yelling at him to put down his damn blade. <laughs> Because, oh wait, Laurel has finally come back with that prisoner he tried to torture and Lord Golden is there. And thank thankfully there to excuse his insane battle fury that takes over his mind. And lastly, Night Eyes comes tottering in and Fitz sinks down beside him while everyone leaves them alone for a bit. And the chapter should just really end right here. <laughs> um, so, uh, the archer's name is Deerkin. So, if he's not bonded to a deer, I'm sure he soon will be. Um... <laughs> And he's brought an old blood healer with them and she goes to tend to the prince and she watches him as he holds on to the cat's body until sundown and then she makes Fitz take the cat from him and they build her a little stone cairn and they have a little funeral. And Fitz notes just how much of toll Pedaline took on her, again, the lack of brushing. Um, the healer gives Dutiful a little death of his own, which is an interesting turn of phrase mm-hmm. to help him sleep, <laughs> and then she tends Fitz the night as his wounds. All the while basically scolding him for not teaching Dutiful their ways better. As she leaves, we get the first of what I'm going to call Night Eyes's goodbye comments. So really, the crying starts here. Feel free to start. Um, and he says, Are you going to teach him? And Fitz replies with, I doubt he'd wish to learn anything from me. I killed his cat. And Night Eyes says, Who will then? And Fitz doesn't answer. He just lays down with Night Eyes and protects Dutiful while he sleeps. Again, a good place to end the chapter. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, the old blood party have let the piebalds just leave, which, okay, sure. And they also seem not to think very much of Fitz, Fitz, which, fair. Um, Deerkin, who's apparently a distant cousin of Laurel, spends a long time explaining about how he didn't recognize her and how he's really, really sorry that he was mean to her when they were kids and how he feels shame to have followed Laudwin and the piebalds. And there's talk of how much Ketrickin should be doing to help the old blood, blah, 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 back to the crying. So, Fitz tried to stay awake and make sense of it all, but we were so weary, my wolf and I. Night-Eyes lay beside me, and I could not separate where his pain ended and mine began. I did not care. Even if pain had been all we could share anymore, I would have taken it gladly. We still had each other. Crying face <laughs> I can't <get so> Crying. <laughs> this is really just all quotes and crying, so I'm crying just gonna just continue. <laughs> <laughs> So Fitz opens himself up to Night Eyes. I sank my consciousness past the red pain b- that bounded him until I found the warmth and humor of his soul. They agreed that cats, worse than porcupines. And Fitz has trouble sorting out which thoughts are his and which are the wolf's. Together they dream of all they still possessed and all they had all they had. had. Crying face emoji. Night Eyes is seemingly the first to stir, but Fitz still wants to rest. Night Eyes says I'm so tired that rest won't ease me, only the hunt. Aren't you coming? I was sure you'd want to come with me. And Fitz says, I do, I do, but not just yet. Give me just a bit longer. And Night says, Very well, little brother, just a bit longer. Follow me when you will. Crying face emoji. Mm. And then Fitz's, Fitz's mind rides with his, leaving the cave behind as the sun rises. And we get the ominous words, the turning time. Exactly. Time to change, changer. And I said no good to come from these words. And it's not. Crying face emoji. It seems to be the perfect morning for a hunt. Deer waiting in the forest, which Fitz knows he can't bring down by himself. Great hunting, Night Eyes says, and then I'm going now, my brother. Alone, Fitz is crashed. Crushing Wait, I'll get up and come with you. Wait for you, not likely. I've always had to run ahead of you and show you the way. Crying face emoji. And then we get to this bit, and it's so beautiful and so sad. Oh, no. Swift as thought, he slipped away from me, running down the hillside like a cloud's shadow when the wind blows. My connection to him frayed as he went, scattering and floating like dandelion fluff in the wind. Instead of small and secret, I felt our bond go wide and open, as if he had invited all the witted creatures in the world to share our joining share our joining. All the web of life on the whole hillside suddenly swelled within my heart, linked and meshed and woven through one another it was too glorious to contain i had to go with him a morning this wondrous must be shared wait he cried but night eyes was gone cold rain cascading down over the mouth of the cave like our never-ending tears all the crying face emojis and now i feel empty inside like a piece of my soul <laughs> and ripped out of me and now i'm crying it hurts and i feel empty yeah the
1: the part where he says I've always had to run ahead of you and show you the way. I know. Oh.
6: Oh, baby. And then then
4: he wakes up and he's just in the cave with night eyes. And it's
6: raining.
4: Like he was, he was like a, it was like a dream. His last little, little dream.
0: I just cried so hard that my contact came out of my eye.
2: (laughs) It always had to go ahead to show you the way. The contact lens. It's true. It's
1: good content of us all just crying. (laughs) I like
0: fully can't breathe through my nose.
3: (laughs) Okay. Oh my gosh. My hands were shaking a little as I got through. I don't go, know how
0: oh, you what? read that. Yeah. Oh my god. So that's it. I'm done. I'm not going to read anymore. <laughs> I can't.
3: I'd like to take this mo- moment to point out again that Rachel did spoil me on this oh, moment. Oh
6: god. <laughs> did? <Dan? laughs> nah. Yeah,
3: Oh yeah, because Ashley hasn't heard this part because it's always in the spoiler section. <laughs> No, we were we met up to discuss uh, the Dance of Dragons*, and we were both reading these books at the time. And I was not as far along in this particular book as Rachel, and or you had already gotten to *Golden Fool*. I don't know, oh, and because we had just, you know, read about you know Jon Snow dying and consoled Rachel for five hours that he wasn't dead, and so we're leaving. <laughs> and, and, and we're like, and she's like, at least John still has his wolf like, But
0: oh my god, Rachel, you're the fucking worst.
5: He is the master spoiler. I'm sorry. I'm
1: so sorry. I feel so bad. I'm so <laughs> so <fully laughs> bad.
3: It was probably better than I was prepared.
0: I mean, I definitely knew that Ades was going to have to die at some point, but. It's and it's rough that it's the first book in the new trilogy. Yeah, yeah. it's I don't, too early. I, yeah, I don't know. I kind of the I mean straight out the gate that she started talking. I mean, I always knew that he was going to have to die like pre-starting this book. But then when you start reading this book, she lays it down like. Nine hundred times, so like he's yeah. gonna die. He's dying. He he's
3: gonna.
5: He's, he's gonna get Not going well.
3: At the same time, I feel like their bond is like so strengthened and intertwined in this book that it just it makes it hurt all the more because you're just like they're just hanging on to each other and you're just like yeah. oh I don't want this to end. It's gonna be awful. And it is so it's awful.
5: What really gets me about this whole chapter is it's like you go most of this chapter action 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 climax and then fucking like the, what is it the last page or two It's like la- yeah. it's it's like but it's just so like at the end and it's like okay that was done on purpose because night eyes was like protecting him yeah yes from well, from know, that the, yeah.
3: the dream which i assume was like night eyes sort of Controlling that last bit of, like, presenting this image to them. Yeah.
0: Look, they... just... I can't even say
4: it. <laughs> I feel like Night Eyes was protecting us, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think Night Eyes is the best character that Robin Hobb ever... Yeah. Ever created. And...
4: It's like I knew it was going to happen in this chapter, and I was sitting there, and I was looking, like, anxiously looking at how much was left in the audiobook. I was like, two minutes? How is it going to happen, <laughs> this section? How?
0: Yeah. It's
3: it's amazing that he has just such this impact when he's only in, like, three books. Yeah. Yeah. But- and...
4: That's yeah. pretty pretty crazy.
5: Well, I mean, what the fuck is Fitz gonna do now? Because, like, Night Eyes was his brain. <laughs> he's gonna, yeah. he's well, gonna he's, stubble he's, his way through the rest of the series.
0: Completely he's completely fucked. Just like, he, nothing. Like, he's <laughs> a worthless. I mean, I don't know how there's two more books, because he should be dead. Like, <laughs>
1: instantly. Um, I think that not only was Night Eyes his brother, his family, his all his brain cells but he also <laughs> taught him how to be fits he taught him how to if you know he was he was everything he was his family he was you know he's just like this orphaned little wild boy that was turned into a weapon and no one ever really paid any attention to him or they at least denied you know some of his baser instincts and night eyes was the only person who ever loved him for everything that he was and you know for him to not have him anymore especially when he is returning to his old life and trying to you know fill however much of this kind of fatherly figure you know for for dutiful is it's going to be really difficult I think for him to know to be a secret person right like he I'm not making any sense because I'm really sad (laughs) (laughs) be hard for him i think that's the you know that. what i mean like he doesn't have anyone else who who sees him for what he is and accepts him and loves him for all of those things because like you know we had all of that we had like the fool being surprised at some of his more ruthless instincts mm-hmm. you know so even the fool even the fool doesn't know him doesn't see him for everything that he is it was only night eyes that ever did that
3: and night eyes was the only one who was able to call him back from that too yeah yeah. Which is concerning.
5: Yeah, that I think that's <laughs> what got me about the chapter about the torture chapter in the last section is that 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 to me kind of embodied sort of their relationship. You know, like that like this it, it, you know like it's obviously about them but that last chapter was just so heavy on the like who's who's the cub, who's the who's the older brother, who's the younger brother, who's the who's the the human, you know?
3: Yeah, and Fitz I think said you like that. that he that Fitz's little brother. Yeah, yeah.
1: But Fitz said that, like when they were having that conversation in in my chapter, they were like, "Oh, we've, we've, we've kind of melded in a way that wasn't intended that Black Rolf didn't like, right? And we're gonna pay for that someday. Right now, right now, paying for right now. <laughs> How does Robin Hobb do this? <laughs> <sighs> because you think you're safe there's a lot more tears to come you're you think you're safe you think you've gotten through you think that like he managed to survive to rescue dutiful to confront the piebalds but then you realize like oh this is book one and it's not even over i don't have to pay any kind of ultimate price i know how books work and then she comes in (laughs) and she's like yeah
0: i mean it's again like it wasn't shocking to me because we've He's been kind of lame the entire time. Like, he hasn't been able to fully recover. He, You know, he got sliced open, and then from there it was kind of a downhill slide. But it was just a matter of, like, will he get to die peacefully, or is he going to get, like, massacred in front of Fitz, or, like, how's it going to go down at that point?
3: I mean, all things considered, I'm glad it happened how it did and that yes. it was this yes. nice, peaceful, slipping-away kind of thing. And that they
0: were together, and it wasn't Fitz yes. being somewhere else when it happened. Yeah. yeah. Because that would make it yeah. far more traumatizing.
5: I thought that was critically a really strong original choice to, because um, I, I think you would expect him to die in a moment of sacrifice, I, I mean, given the chapter name. Yeah. Um, but the sacrifice was something that had happened over you know the lifetime, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and it's not only fits a sacrifice, but it was night Eyes's sacrifice as well, like,
5: yeah, though that's what I mean is that like night Eyes's sacrifice was a long term you know engagement
0: he gave yeah. and gave and gave and gave and gave constantly,
1: oh, it's so sad but so beautiful and so. I was
0: trying to think of, like, the last time I really was just, like, super torn up after reading about the death of a character in a book. And I'm like, I don't know. The only thing that I could think of where I really was, like, upset was maybe, like, the death of Dumbledore?
5: (laughs) I I had the same thought. I had the same thought, and then I was like... I was like, nah, fuck Dumbledore, because like she killed the like... fucking dog. She killed the dog, but the dog was also a person.
0: Honestly, the Weasley brother got me like more yeah. than I think Dumbledore did. If I'm being honest, but
3: spoilers, still haven't finished though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, are you
0: serious?
3: What?
5: You don't need to.
0: You don't need to. It's fine. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> I didn't say which one.
5: I didn't say which one. <laughs>
1: there's, a, there's a lot of them. <laughs> all of them.
5: It's Percy. True. Uh
1: all right. Well, that was night eyes. Um night eyes out. Night eyes out. That brings us to every episode prompts, friends in high places, character introductions and exits. Mm. Uh, well then. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, we have been introduced to some piebalds um, who can go fuck themselves. (laughs) Go fuck
5: themselves. And some old blood.
1: Who can also go fuck themselves, to be quite frank. You think? I I, I don't know. I I, I appreciated
5: the healer. I appreciated the healer. Because she came in and she knew exactly what to do. But Fitz didn't get that treatment, which kind of sucked.
1: Right. That was his punishment. He's
0: ostracized. Yep. I think, that then also when, sorry, I can't breathe. To stop me from crying, when Lord Golden was like, "Hey, give me like your name and your address, so I could tell the Queen to <laughs> you know, like give things yeah. to." they were like, uh... "Your no, name and address, please." This. Like you know what? We'll, we know you we can't
5: dox me. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> well, I just think in that moment to not to to, to be so nice to dutiful and so horrible to i mean i guess he just needed to be alone and he had always been alone so they maybe they felt that that was more respectful for him but it just felt like a little bit like punishment
3: um at the same time i'm glad he i'm glad he had those moments with night eyes so like it's fine yeah. I'm yeah. glad he wasn't dragged into political nonsense yeah, yeah. i
5: mean yeah he was they were always gonna like yeah they were different than any of the other wit bonds it seemed like
1: yeah they're different in 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 a way that's not approved it's just not understood.
5: It's their progressive
1: um, <laughs> skills acquired. Fits and company learn and grow. What new skills were shown in this section? Well, you know,
0: I don't none. Like, they both got lost in the skill river and had to be saved by the skill <laughs> goddess. So, skill yeah, that
5: goddess? was new. That was fucking whatever new.
0: she is. I don't know.
5: Yeah, she was like, no, yeah, she was compared to being like divine knowledge. There was, it was like she was a goddess.
1: Well, to fit.
0: But still, I mean, that's, I think she has to be dragon related at this point. But I,
4: I just like when exactly Fitz how. came out of it and was like, "Oh, everything sucks. Yeah. <laughs> only, only the like, goddess not. is right. Only being in the presence of this being life. is good. Everything else can go fuck off."
0: I mean, that sounds <laughs> dragon. And that's when he got hooked on heroin.
1: <laughs> I know. I
4: was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of always how it's every, described.
5: I know. Two.
1: If you it's like everything's
5: warm
0: and
1: lovely. Say wow, it's really cold
4: in, in to real life.
0: Get
5: a whole bunch of heroin delivered. Just give me life. more heroin. <laughs> I don't want to feel this. I don't want to be.
0: I did feel like, I don't know, when I was reading that, it did seem like somebody who was like ODing. Like, mm-hmm. that's like, you could. Mm-hmm. it would have been written the same way of like everything's mm-hmm. warm and cozy and lovely. And then he came out of it and was like, fuck this shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that the skill as, like, an addiction is, like, a proxy for, like, drug addiction. And, like, that's that real. Um, animal assists, obviously. All and, over the place. All, all the animal assists. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Too many. My Black and Malta did such a great job. I do want to shout them out. Uh, they man, had to run so far. For running as hard as they could and then for running some more. And for not fucking off when they didn't have anywhere to be. <laughs> that was very nice of them. Shout out to Cat for black her sacrifice. Get
4: injured more
5: from all of it.
0: My, slack. my I slack. think my black will be okay.
5: Yeah, my black got fucked up pretty badly there.
0: We don't know if it was like per, Like we don't know. They didn't say what it was. It's like maybe my black had like a sprained ankle versus like we have to cut your leg off.
2: They could still <laughs> ride her. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she was just like just, she, she had, had a limp.
1: Yeah. Bad. That's not great. <laughs> um
0: But yeah.
1: Cat Yeah. Uh, shout out to Cat for you know Sacrificing Yeah. Sacrificing herself. She's she herself
0: like, like, God damn you, you stupid fucking human. I'm so over you stupid asshole.
5: <laughs> so, good question though. Was it the cat or was it um Anamime or whatever her <laughs> name was that attacked.
0: It was the cat. The yeah. cat was it, like So it was kill definitely me. the cat. Yeah, the cat was saying kill me while this so you can kill pantomime's soul. <laughs> 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 whatever you just called her. And a bear. Um and he wouldn't P- do P- it, P- so P- the P- cat May. was like, Fine, mm-hmm. then I'll give you a reason to P- fucking May kill
4: me.
1: <laughs> What's the fool there? How fabulous was he being? Puddling. He had a cool this necklace. Fool was...
0: The fool was there. He wasn't too fab. He was very serious this
1: section. The white prophet was was in attendance. I think. Yeah,
0: yeah. He was there to stand by Nighteye's side, and then poor guy got bloodied up. Which, you know, to bloody up the fool, he might have just gotten like bitch slapped across the <laughs> face. We don't really know.
3: Uh, wasn't
0: his cloak in like? December I like how. Or something? Uh,
5: yeah, yeah it was it story. was sad. There was no dignity, and the fool was just kind of wrapped around night eyes, I think is how it was described.
0: Oh, yeah. They were, they were so, snuggling.
1: They were cuddling. So they
4: were
5: really dirty, too. Like, maybe
4: they've been drugged through the dirt or something. And when
1: the yeah. fool is dirty, that is an extra It's like extra hard to deal with, <laughs> because we know the fool doesn't like that. No, he likes to be clean and
0: fresh with all his scented oils.
1: Opposites yeah. attract. <laughs> <laughs> Fitz Misery the Bastard has several moments heroic uh. tantrums extremely bad decisions yeah. all, 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 all of, the of above. it
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is these chapters
1: oh poor Fitz uh, next one is funny when I made it when I thought it up and not funny today but did you die important <laughs> events and predictions about what's coming up you know so this is how we deal, this is how I deal, okay? I just, I laugh. I laugh. This is why I just write crying emojis. <laughs> Speaking of crying emojis, what made you cry? Again, we've already discussed that. Well, you've heard us cry. <laughs> yeah, quite literally. Welcome to what my snot sounds like. <laughs> uh, fashions from Jamelia, not so important uh, in this section. Uh, but... You know, there were some shirts sacrificed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> His fucking clothes.
1: Poor His
6: shirts.
0: clothing struggle is so real in these books. <laughs> and I wonder if Robin noticed that when she was writing. Like, or is it just happenstance?
1: What, that oh. she can't keep her clothes? Yeah. <laughs> constantly naked
3: i mean she she has him like remark on it like or uh, other people remark on it so i feel like she's well aware but
5: can't help herself
3: yeah you know like how jorah wears like one shirt forever Mm -hmm. and ever in game of thrones it's like the yellow shirt has a new shirt in like every single scene and it just gets ruined every (laughs) Every single single time. time
1: it's just like a gag at this point uh and last but not least did Fitz fits it
0: Fitz did fits it yes
5: yeah he
0: fits Very much. with that fucking
1: stone for sure. Well, I feel like he fits it, but that he kept his head and figured out how to get them back. Like, he could have. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, could, but it almost he overheated. He could have been trapped. He, he kept dutiful from, like, you know. He kept
4: dutiful alive, which yeah. was, like, ultimately well, is what I mean, matters.
1: And that's like a fits trying to keep I mean, another yep. fits alive. That's got to be really hard. <laughs> like, double <laughs> yeah. jeopardy. And he had, like, that's what was weird. it? They double said there were, like, 15
4: piebalds. Like,. Like, he was pretty fucked, and he held his own. He, I mean, he lopped some, some assists, arms off. I mean, yeah. I mean, it just describes this, like, oh, oh I you killed guys. this guy, I not, this guy. We did not cut an talk about... You know,
5: is you know, I mean, Yeah, he's that like, was his true form. When he he's cut like, off, now I can kill everyone.
0: When he cut off Ludwine's arm... And then it was said to be, like, a goblet of wine spilling over. And then I'm like, is that a play on his name?
5: Yes, oh, it is. Wine. <laughs> sure, wine <laughs> everywhere. But
0: it was a very, like... Sorry, I was too much in a hurry to get to the It crown. was a, very much like a Kill Bill moment for me yes. in my head, of just, like, a <laughs> stump blood spurting out of the top like a broken fountain.
5: And he lived, too. That was... that I, I thought that was pretty interesting.
0: Well, he lived for that to... Right away
5: on a horse,
4: we don't know. He, yeah, his... blood
0: loss will catch up to him eventually. I feel like
4: I was expecting like this big showdown between Ludwine and Fitz this whole time because it's like, oh, this is the big guy who looks like he's well trained yeah, to he's fight, the boss. and it's like as soon as he like, oh, he gets near Fitz and Fitz is like, I just
5: lopped his arm off. <laughs> he's just like whack. <laughs> it was like this like really What's fast, dopey this? move. Just
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because it was a wolf versus Close a quarters. horse. He the did, only thing... no contest like horses run away <laughs> and you know their limbs are, are vulnerable
6: yeah.
1: reminder for next reading section we'll be doing chapters 27 through the epilogue so we will finish fool's errand it's going to be a shorter section um content warnings for the next section are just grief I don't, <laughs> this is going to be that um this has been Buckheep radio you can email us at buck radio at gmail and uh, I'm Rachel. You can find me at Darth Rachel on Twitter and Darth underscore Rachel on Instagram.
2: I'm Alyssa and I'm at AlyssaMaynard.com.
3: I'm Jenny and you can find me at facesfree on Instagram and you can yell at me about my fits and Night Eyes death drawing and tell me how much you're crying.
0: <laughs> There's it's, a lot of comments on there like already. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's what the people needed.
3: And on Tumblr, I've been enjoying the Tumblr tags as well.
4: <laughs> I'm Eli, and you can find me at Chewy Bread Cosplay on Instagram.
0: I'm Ashley, um, and I'm on Instagram at Ladybird Parker.
5: And I'm Joey at, at uh, Instagram PowerKid.exe.
1: Okay, next up is spoiler talk. Bye. 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 No. Sometimes. Night eyes dying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, dying is boring. Dying is boring. Dying is boring. I think that you're right. I think that you know we got th- we, we go through the rest of this trilogy without night eyes, and it's very difficult uh, because Fitz is a disaster. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, he's obviously a disaster, especially in that the first book of that last trilogy. <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> just like full on, like needs to be homed. I think that he's just so he's so stupid. Yeah. But I think that it's absolutely necessary that, you know, Hob and I think she always planned on doing this, but absolutely necessary to bring Night Eyes back.
4: I I think that Night Eyes dying is far worse, but I think that what happens with the Fool is more traumatic to read.
1: Well, it's like because you actually get to experience it. Yeah, it's, like, 17 pages of, like, (laughs) of it happening in real time.
3: Well, I think, you know, Night Eyes' death is an inevitability, whereas you you don't exactly see the rest of it coming (laughs) at this point.
1: Well, yeah, I think with The Fool, it's really hard, I think, because, like, what Joey said, like, he was there when it happened, and it would have been really traumatic for it to not, for Fitz to have been elsewhere, like... Mm -hmm. With The Fool, he, like, left and, like, was doing all this other shit, you know, with, like, Birch and all that other crap. And then it's like, by the way, I need to go find my friend. And it's like, oh, by the way, well, well the whole time you were gone, he was being tortured to death. And here's all the shit that they did to him. So cool. Can't wait. It's, it's awesome. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. It was difficult. I'm glad that I read it last week. The night I stuff? You read it like yes. a
4: like a month ago too, right?
1: Um, I read I read that uh, I read Golden Fool again in like May and June. Uh, I just like Golden Fool. It's good. It's just you know it's a lot of dinner parties and like. I'm curious to see if crazy. I like it anymore
3: on a reread. Like I think I like this book because it's. It's more of the quest adventure kind of thing, whereas, like, plus you get a. I mean, obviously, you get a lot of Night Eyes and you get a lot of, like, Fits in the Fool, whereas mm-hmm. Golden Fool is just, like, so much buck keep. I have but to say, we'll Joey's see.
1: been replaying Red Dead Redemption, and I really think that you could just take that engine and turn it into this story. It'd and be things. really cool. It'd be really good.
2: <laughs> It'd be so good. I'd rather have a game than a movie or a show.
1: Yeah. I think I'd be, like, because, you know, like, all these different characters could come in and out. You could give them different assassination missions. He, you could hunt forged ones. Like, it would just be, like, this whole thing. I think it would work. Spontaneously,
3: Fitz would just, like, fuck up and then you'd die and then you'd start over again. It wouldn't be anything you did. It just randomly happens because he's dumb.
1: Well, yeah, they they could force you into certain situations, but I think, it's just think a game like that where you're going around the map and... I want to
4: you know, ride my black after the piebalds for just days.
1: Yep. Yep. And you can go to all the different places and you could, like, help witted people and you could use the skill every once in a while in a really difficult way that probably wasn't worth it to, like...
3: Once you, once you level up a little bit, you can use the skill Pillars.
1: Yeah, you, then you can use the skill pillars in order to, like, skip from one part of the map to the other.
3: When does he uh, do the skill healing on himself?
1: On himself? Yeah, I don't remember. Uh,
4: Is that when he's doing it with the fool, right?
1: Yeah, because they put him back together. It's after he gets stabbed. Because he's basically dead. His guts are all pulled out. Ugh. It's when he fights and kills Laudwine in the jail and then they leave him in they leave his ass in the jail i think
3: i like that i, I remember
1: none of these things <laughs>
2: this is why yeah, i was with not, Ashley, i was under I'm the impression log like, one oh.
4: was gone forever yeah me too I, the, I don't remember him coming back
2: i read the wow. super weenie hut junior version um which is another special edition book out by whoever this publisher is i don't remember this either
1: Wait, there's a junior version?
2: No, that was a dumb joke I just made. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, did they make a junior version? Because
3: they get <laughs> that of time. A junior version of, of
4: Lord. That was the word
2: you were looking for. Oh, Bantam, for. thank you. Bantam? Bantam right.
1: Spectra. Because I know that they did a junior, they've done like junior editions of Wheel of Time where they like oh. broke each book up into like three and then like took out all like the racy stuff, <laughs> which is not a lot. <laughs> So oh my god. <laughs>
4: I know we posited earlier that the others were uh sea serpents that like became malformed but I wonder if they're not like the sea serpent version of elderlings.
1: They are the sea serpent yeah. version of elderlings. They are, they are sea serpents that have been influenced by human beings instead of human beings that have in, been influenced
3: by now, dragons. Now, I have a question. Who are these human beings that are influencing them? Is it just because they come to Treasure Beach?
4: Why, why wouldn't they be humans that are influenced by sea serpents?
1: Because sea serpents are just dragons.
4: Right, not, but that's they're... why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't no? Because
1: it just... it's the other way around. Human beings are are influenced by dragons to become elderlings, and dragons are influenced by humans to become others.
3: So what we're saying is that the human influence turns you into like an evil person. Humans suck. I think that's an un- <laughs> <laughs> but my question still stands: Is it just the people coming to Treasure Beach?
1: No, maybe it's just human beings in general, like global warming. It was just Kenneth. <laughs>
3: Oh that's that's sad. And you're
1: the worst of humankind has created these people. Well yeah, it's like the pirates. So yeah. I don't know. I was just
4: imagining like people captured this the she who remembers and got like their descendants got malformed or something. Well no no, it's
1: the thing. It's dragons that have become more like people, so they torture, they have greed they you know it's all the all the worst qualities of human beings that they take on themselves vengeance distrust
4: mm i see that
3: do we ever actually find out in the text or is this just a wiki thing uh is this a a brainwild chronicles thing
2: i feel
1: like I feel like this is when he's just... talking about the when he when he's talking about the um, the crown with the fool at the end. I feel like maybe I don't know. I'm making that up. Maybe. I yeah, know. I don't
2: remember any of this it's in the Rain Wilds, but I was focused on other things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, because he tells them, because you know, he, he spends the entire the entire book being like, "Oh, I need to give the fool these feathers," and he doesn't. He just carries them around. And then finally at the end, he's like, oh, by the way, I found these feathers. We should put them in your stupid crown. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> by the way, this was, inte- this, if I didn't, if I hadn't done this, you you would have died forever. It's important. It's an important crown. I need to make it. Yeah. Another one. Real be
4: sure to one. make the blades with veins and cylinder coming out the back
1: well I was thinking like I could make it so that it's like maybe like cause I think it would be I don't know should I make it so that it's been activated but then I have to put like blood and shit <laughs> Like, you know, like I have to break it and do like the blood. Like like,
2: like Kylo Ren's helmet. And <laughs> <laughs> red... also, it says that there are three chicken heads and I've just never liked that. So I always just draw it with one chicken what head because one that's enough. Head.
1: Yeah, it's three. There's one on the front and then one on each side. And then each of the five feathers is a different
2: minstrel. It's too many chickens. It's
4: like, have you seen the uh, <laughs> the copy of the Return of the King where they've it's like a, it's like a like a 70s version of the book and it's uh Aragorn's like winged helmet and it just is the dorkiest looking thing.
2: Got wings coming on all sides.
1: <laughs> He's like Thor but like on steroids.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm coming to the end of my time, I think. All
1: right. Well Next then I track. guess that means we can be done. That's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on that note. Well bye. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you next week for Final Fool's.
3: Era. When hopefully I will have my computer.
1: Yes. It'll be short. So.
3: Fingers crossed.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully Bye. this works out. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.